How's it going everybody? My name is Gabriel Charles, also known as This is Gabriel and welcome to a brand new season of Let's Talk About It, the show where I talk about random stuff going on in the life of a 21-year-old medical student living in Mysore. So yeah, put on your headphones and sit somewhere quiet and comfortable and let's talk about it. High school, higher education, junior college, PUC, there's so many words to describe the final year of school education. For us, back in Andhra Pradesh, uh, it was intermediate, intermediate education, and we used to study in junior colleges for that. And nevertheless, no matter how you name it, the final year of school is generally very exciting because you have to be, you don't know what's going to happen next in life at that point in your life. You know, like even in college, if you're getting ready for college, even after you graduate, like if you're trying to uh, attempt every single entrance exam to get into a college which you like or which you are interested in. And it's that hectic part of your life which like defines your future, defines your education for most people and generally most people in India. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, however, for, my, for me personally, I hate my final year of school education. Not because the education is bad, but because of the many incidents which happened in my final year, which even now when I talk about it right now, I still can't believe that those incidents happened to a guy like me. I mean, though these incidents are something which you can find in a movie or something, you can write a book about it or anything. And right now I'm making a podcast about it. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about some of the most awkward and weirdest incidents which I had in my final year of high school. So generally in most schools in Andhra Pradesh, high school is generally termed for grades 6 to 10 for some reason. And the 11th and 12th grades are generally listed as PUC or intermediate education. In, back here in Andhra Pradesh. Uh, it's a little confusing, I know, but yeah, when you talk about other stuff in the world, it's not so confusing either. But nevertheless, after we graduated from 10th grade, like basically even your 10th grade, you have an idea for which field you want to pursue. Like it could be arts, it could be MPC, it could be BIPC. For those of you who know BIPC, it's generally BPC, biology, physics, and chemistry. And some people, some talented people, not, not me, generally go for M by PC, which is like maths, biology. Like you can attempt any sort of entrance exam you want using that course. But for me, uh, even my my mind at that time was so indecisive. Like for until I remember the, from the seventh grade to the ninth grade, I was interested in studying IIT. And finally, in my 10th grade, I wanted to study medicine. Like that's the mindset that I had. And so with, even with that confusing everything, my school principal was very generous that he was willing to help me to join into a very well education in to have, how do you put it, to get a seat in a medical college, you know. <laughs> and so I ended up in uh, an educational institution for my high school and as well as my intermediate education in Narayana. And if there's anybody who's from Andhra Pradesh, you know what the institutions of Narayana and Sri Chaitanya mean. <laughs> Even now, it's still it's so funny when you 
talk about these institutions like there's been so many parodies of it even in telugu film industry or anywhere else there's so many parodies of these in, in, these institutions you know but coming back to the point like i studied in narayana for almost my entire high school education and safe to say they i by the time i came into 11th and 12th grade i was well versed with how their education schedule and how their actual method of teaching is basically they just uh, fill up your brains with knowledge and they'll test that knowledge every saturday and every monday that's basically the education system of narayana <laughs> and this is like literally every year in that institution felt like cram school like we have to like final 3 months of studying has been extended and cramped at the same time simultaneously in your education and yeah it, it takes a toll on a lot of students but if you're habituated by that i tried it didn't had that much pressure on me until the end obviously everybody has pressure when we are finally attempting an entrance exam but before that it wasn't that much so yeah my first year my 11th grade my 11th grade i'm going to uh, from this point onwards i'm going to say my first year of intermediate education and my second year because that's how i know of saying that instead of saying 11th and 12th because i'm still um, not used to saying that so my first year of intermediate it was irregular i was studying in a boys college like generally it's only for boys and it was a hostel campus the campus was there of a hostel and i was a day scholar because at that time my health was still a little bit offline because of some disease i had a few years ago and so my mother was a little bit scared about sending me to a hostel campus and so my mother wanted me to join near a campus near to our home and so i joined as a day boarder in the narayana education system and at that time there was a new special batch which was called n40 which is like selecting the top 40 students and cramming their heads so they every each and every one of them get a seat in a medical college basically that's what it was and so my first year i studied in the boys in 40 um by the way i'm emphasizing boys i think you know where i'm going with this <laughs> so yeah so now let me give you guys an idea of how the campuses uh, how the layout of the entire um, n40 campus was okay so my house is like 100 meters away it's very near to the boys campus and it was basically just a huge a small apartment i just said huge small in the same sentence forgive me for that <laughs> but yeah it's basically just a regular apartment and which the ground floor was were the two classes of n40 there were like two batches of n40 like overall 80 students all boys and all of the above floor all of the top floors were the hostel campus where everybody had their rooms and dorms and everything and the first floor of that was the mess where everybody used to eat and so there was the layout of the boys campus and just behind of the boys campus was the girls uh, remind you even that is a hostel campus so everybody it has the same structure uh, apart from the key difference that the main office the head administrative office was in the girls campus so that's the general layout of the entire two campuses okay good So now my first year of boys camp for well, first year I studied in the boys campus okay and as you can see the heading of what you're seeing right now as you can see the heading of the segment 
my second year was where things went south and when i meant when i say south i mean really south so what happened was the boys campus at that time when i was a day boarder there it was like 100 meters near but during the second year i don't know if they had a problem with the rent or they finished construction or something else but apparently the principal decided to move the entire campus to a location like 5 kilometers away from where i'm living and it was uh, it at that time it was early morning it was fine as as i said it was second year which is basically 12th grade and so at that time the entire education would be would be cramming like you need to you can't waste any time how to finish reading everything you need to finish preparing each and every day so you can write the saturday and monday exams and you can get a high score and you can have some sense of relief and confidence that you can attempt and get a medical seat that was the things that's going on inside your head so you don't you should not have time to waste so with that in mind my mother and father were really worried about this change that the boys campus was shifting like 5 kilometers away from us and so they talked to the principal about it and the principal is like yes this is an issue i wonder what we can do and i don't know for why why but for some reason he gave the suggestion with he can come study in the girls campus yeah that's what the principal suggested to my mom and dad and my mom was like don't worry about my son he's very innocent i'm sure he can handle one term of <laughs> studying in a girls campus and the thing is my mom was right <laughs> so for there may be some of you may be thinking he's he's a single guy in a girls college he's a single guy in a girls campus he's a very lucky let me assure you it's not it's definitely not like even my first day i can still remember my first day it's such a huge nightmare <laughs> so my first day of studying at the girls high school i know it sounds really like it's something out of like a comedy series or some sort but it's true and even at that time i had hope because i was not the only boy who was a day boarder there were like two more guys other than me and i was also a 12th grader and so they were my juniors they were also junior girls and there were like five boys as well at that time who are day boarders so i was like fine okay i'm not the only guy there you know and with that in mind i went my first day at girls high school and guess my luck when both of my friends who were supposed to be there with me on the first day of girls high school bunked the class because they were like we'll see how it goes when you go first and so my first day of high school i was in a bench in the front row of the class and there were 40 girls behind me it was hell let me tell you that like i had no idea how to react i had no idea how to interact or just what to do in that situation I I can't I couldn't even concentrate on my study. I was like I can literally hear the snickering and laughing, like giggling of the girls behind me, and I was just okay. Gabriel, in my head I was like Gabriel, you can survive this. Don't worry. It's just the first day. You can survive it. And guess what happened on my first day? Basically, we have a sir. We have a chemistry professor who is one of the best professors ever, and who I ever had in my school life. and thing about it is he's very out is very out 
going and he's very interactive with the students and everything and so for his chemistry class as whatever he teaches is very important he teaches excellently as well so for his class he basically asked all sections of the girls campus to be crammed in one classroom so he can teach all of them at once yeah you heard it right folks and now i thought me being the only guy in a classroom of 40 girls was bad enough and now i was the only guy in a classroom with almost 120 girls <laughs> even now as i'm speaking this out loud i still can't believe my stupid luck <laughs> i had no idea why i was placed in that situation i have I don't want to talk about why, but I gave up at that point. I was like, yeah, I'm dead. Uh, okay, yeah, this is hell. And even my sir was like, as soon as he entered in the room, he's like, he's one of the most extroverted professors I've ever, ever met in my life. As soon as he entered the classroom, he was like, hey girls, how's it going? And girls, as they are, started laughing. Especially at me. I, I, I'm pretty sure they are all laughing at me. And you, my sir was confused because as soon as he entered, he couldn't see me because I was like in front, I was in his sideward, I was in peripheral vision and he could see the girls in front. And one of the girls, she was my childhood friend or something, she stood up and she was like, sir, we have a boy as well. Oh my God. And sir looked at me and his eyes, I could see his eyes. His eyes were full of pity towards me. He was like, I understand your pain. I understand. Don't worry, my boy. You're not, in, you're not alone in this. I will help you survive this together. <laughs> oh my God. And my sir was like, okay, fine. Let's study. Uh, she, and my, And thankfully, my sir didn't make a huge deal out of it. He didn't make a huge fuss out of it and he taught the entire class and he helped us with the doubts and he left. And then there was another chemistry teacher. Basically, he used to teach us organic chemistry. He was not like the first professor. He, is basically, he made a huge deal out of it. And as soon as he came, he, he hit us with every single joke you can find regarding a boy living with girls. Oh my god. As soon as I went home, I was like, Mom, why? <laughs> that was the only thing I could say to my mom. And my mom was, don't worry. You, my father was like, don't worry, better. As soon as your education is over, as soon as the class course is over and you start a revision, we'll work out something for you. And that's what they did. Okay, fast forward to like three months since I started studying in a girls high school and by the time I think the girls in my section are quite used to it the girls in the other section not so much but even then it was becoming awkward and more uncomfortable for me at that time like even for, regarding the bathroom, bathroom situation like I had to go to the staff bathroom and there was only one staff bathroom and the staff generally use them and I can't go to a girls bathroom because you know why and sir, so I also felt like even the girls were a bit uncomfortable around the boy because it was it is a girls hostel and all of them were like 16, 17 year old girls. Everybody at that time, I'm pretty sure they were teenagers at that time. I was a teenager myself. Who am I kidding? And so even they found the situation uncomfortable with. 
and i'm pretty sure some girls complained to the principal regarding me as well because my principal is like okay we need to find a solution for you my boy <laughs> and my eyes were like i had, i didn't even want to question why they were they were uncomfortable or anything i was like thank you sir please help me <laughs> and me and my father was looking and uh, during this time my father was studying my father was working somewhere else he was not working at home he was working like another town is called ne- it's nellore in andhra pradesh he was working there and I, i was studying in vijayawada and so my father was like okay if you finish your term maybe we can transfer you to another campus here in nellore and he spoke to my principal about it and my principal was like yeah we can do that we can arrange that we can we have a trans- transfer student program there's you can there's nothing much to change you'll just move to another section all your data everything you will be safe and sound with us don't worry uh, there won't be any disturbance but you need to survive until the course is over until the teaching course is over once revision starts you can go and transfer that was the deal which i had and i was like well this is better yeah this is great i was happy oh my god and i was like finally i'll be able to get out of this hell hole finally i mean no offense to the girls i'm pretty sure they were all nice girls i never spoke to any of them because i was an awkward idiot then and i'm an awkward idiot now and i never spoke to any of the girls and the girls never spoke anything about me they they didn't ask me anything work related professional related as well not even classroom related the only conversations i had were with my brain scolding myself with my teachers who were scolding me and with my principal who was just beautiful of me <laughs> that's my life guys at that time yeah i know sad life but yeah finally we were able to find a solution and so i transferred to from vijayawada to nellore which is also an n40 institution by narayana and i thought everything would be safe and sound but no it didn't and so i transferred to the nellore branch of narayana n40 where it's a coed it's a coed batch and so i was like finally my brethren i finally have boys who i can see again not in a weird way but yeah finally i survived six months of hell <laughs> and i was happy finally i was like even the revision periods this basically i since i studied a lot and i i got some friends there as well even though i don't speak to any of them apart from one guy who i still speak to even now so yeah shout out to get that guy you know who you are if you're listening to this thank you so much if you're not screw you <laughs> but yeah as a transfer student uh, it feels weird like you know having a relationship uh, like having like a friendship forming friendships forming any sort of relationship with any of the students over there because at that time those kind of friendships and relationships have already been made between those students by the time i transferred you know because i was basically in the last quarter of high school education and i transferred to a new place a new city with new trying to find new friends and everybody but thankfully i found some friends who like comfortable with me and i was comfortable with <coughs> and that's when the problem started now with these guys these guys were amazing but as i told you i was in my 12th grade you know and so I, at this time i was in my revision course 
And in my revision course, basically what happens in Narayana or Sri Chaitanya or any sort of cram school educations, uh, educational institutions is basically you wake up at 8 o'clock, you go to college and you study till 10 p.m. in the college. Yeah, that's, that's basically what revision is. You're going to have to grind your head against every single book, every single revision book, every single question bank on the planet and fill up your head with that stuff and get out of any other gutter trash, like any sort of movie trivia, any sort of song trivia, anything in your head, get it out and study, study, study. That's basically the mantra of Narayana Sri Chaitanya. And I think it's also the mantra of Akash. I don't know. I've never been to those institutions. I had no idea, but since there was like a parody and this was a huge sensation back in Andhra. I think it still is now. I mean, now I think the education system is trying to make an effort in changing it. But at my time, it wasn't. Not even one bit. So yeah, that was my situation. And so 12th graders, I'm just going to say second year at this point. Second years were basically studying, studying, studying. And the first years, like at uh, this point, they were basically taught to beat us. That's the only thing they were taught. You need to study better than the second years. Those second years are idiots. And that's basically what they tell that's basically what they tell us in our first year that the second year are idiots you need to beat them. <laughs> that's basically what it is. And at this time, I of all people, me, Gabriel Charles of all people, has suffered enough in his final year of high school education got myself a stalker. That's right, people. I had a stalker at this time. And the people who noticed this were my friends. And the fr- my best friend at that time, uh, he was like, yo, I bet you I'm serious about this dude. I think there's a girl who has been noticing you every nook and corner. I was like, nah, seriously? Me? Have you seen my face? Even I didn't like myself when I looked at myself in the mirror. Yeah, I know. I'm self-depreciating. I like it. <laughs> I was like, but still, there's no way a girl will look at me like that. I got my mindset. I was like, I never look at, look at a girl that way. And so I'm pretty sure no girl will look at me that way. That was my mindset at that time. And boy, I was wrong. Because as soon as my friend said that, I started noticing and observing. And sure enough, wherever I used to go during break time, there was this girl... Was keep he was like from far away who keeps on eyeing me like watching me from a distance and as soon as we make little bit of an eye contact she acts all shy and walks away hurriedly and my, my friends were teasing me about it finally Gabriel you have a girlfriend I was like please shut up I have enough on my plate as it is and and fate has such dumb incidents happening in my life. That basically after our uh, regular school hours are over, which is basically like 6 o'clock or something, uh, until 10 o'clock, the, our sir used to separate us into separate different batches and we used to sit in different classrooms. And so uh, at that day, uh, during that night, me and my friends, we decided to study in a first year classroom where we sat down and we were studying. Basically, we were not studying at that time. It was break time. We were not studying. We were just hanging out, goofing around, making jokes and everything. When all of a sudden, this girl came into our class. Everybody became silent. Like, what just happened? Like, what? 
I was super silent. Like, what on earth is she doing here? And out of nowhere, she just walks uh, along the car. She walks along the hall and stands exactly in front of my bench. I was like, what is she doing? Is she crazy or something? And then she was like, can you please move? That is my seat. Yeah. Out of all places on that night, of all the places in the world, of all the classrooms in that college, of all the seats in that classroom, I had to sit in the one seat of the girl who was stalking me. I mean, how? How can you, you can't make this stuff up. Um, apparently, she forgot a book of hers and she was, it was in that bench. And I, I, I couldn't do anything about it. I was like, sorry about it. I just stood up, walked away and she took her book and she left. But you forget, I was not the only person in that room. All my friends were in there. I was like, Gabriel, you're, you're also doing your research, huh? You're also sitting in the same place as that girl, huh? And yeah, this continued for like three, three or four weeks. Uh, and and the worst part is, I thought that girl was crazy. Turns out she really is. <laughs> oh my god! So what happened was, as soon as I sat down, I was like, "This is my dumb luck. I'm never sitting here again." But sure enough, the next night we were assigned to the same classroom, and I was like, "Fine, I won't sit in that chair. I will sit in another chair," just because I was creeped out by it. But my friend, who was my best friend, who was sitting at that place, pointed out something. Hey, Gabriel, there's a letter for you. That's right. That girl has somehow researched that I'm going to be sitting there at the exact same place or any other place at that night in that classroom. And she left a note for me. And basically, in that note, she basically said that she likes me and everything. Yeah, and I was like, I can't be bothered with this right now. And uh, this can this carried on for so many weeks, and this extended into Valentine's week, and where for every single day she kept writing notes regarding for each and every day of Valentine's week. And I was like, okay, now this has gone too far. I need to do something about it. And so, I know that if the teachers found out about this, or even my parents found out about this, they were going to kill me. But I wrote a note back. Saying that I have absolutely no interest in this. I'm planning to study. I'm planning to get away from here. I'm planning to get a seat in a medical college. I have absolutely no time for anything like this. I'm sorry. You may seem like a good girl. And I was emphasizing on that part. I was trying to be polite at that point. So I was like, yes, please. And soon enough, the very next day, she starts calling me Baya. Like, I don't know why it was in her head to do something like that. Okay, fine. You rejected me. I'm going to be brother zoning you for the rest of my life. I don't know why she did that. Why she did that, but she did it. Uh, I, I, as soon as she called me Baya, I was like, thank God. Finally. I was never so happy in my life that I became a brother. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And so, finally, the entrance exam came. I wrote and I got qualified to have a medical seat and I joined JSS Medical College and here I am, a 21-year-old medical student living in Mysore. Wow. I mean, 
as I told you that my life was hectic, but I never thought that this final year of my education would be this hectic, you know? And that's why I hate my final year at high school education. Well, I don't hate it anymore, but even now as I look back upon it, I find it as very embarrassing. And that's not all of the stories I said. Those are just the embarrassing ones. Because, damn, honestly, I want to forget every single memory I have of their final year because of the stress it had on me and because of the emotional toll it took for me to endure their final year. But I got through with it and now I'm in a place where I'm happy and where I'm doing what I love. And I think that's what life basically is. Like moving through a rough patch in your life and then moving on to greener pastures. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, that's the end of this episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed my plight and my embarrassment. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'll regret this. Maybe my friends, my haters make fun of me again, but I don't at this point, I don't mind anymore. So yeah, that's it for this episode, guys. For the next episode, I'm thinking of talking about a specific topic. So you guys can give me your feedback as well. And until then, you can follow me on my socials. This is Gabriel Music. I do funny reels. I do funny covers and song covers on that as well. And I also make music. So you can follow me on my Spotify. This is Gabriel. And I'm releasing my brand new song, Insomnia. It's releasing on September 17th. So hope you guys will listen to it and enjoy it as well. And that's it for now, guys. Until then, I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, goodbye. Love yourself. God bless.